Before we begin, remember to smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't, and share this with anyone who you think needs to hear this message. Also, if you want to support the channel, you can become a member, and you will get access to weekly Q&As and the exclusive CoffeeCast podcast, where we'll answer those questions. Now that we've had that out of the way, let's begin. Buy Jack's Groceries. Coffee so black it has a membership area. I it's mean, like we a just... continuation of last week. Well, it kind of is. We need more uh, continuation during the show, I guess. Speaking about that, how have you been, Rob? It's been an interesting week. It's It hasn't really been bad. Yesterday sucked. Yesterday was long. Um, I was down to literally my last job, mm-hmm. and my fucking truck broke down. Oh. And being that it's... Almost a 40,000 pound truck. Uh, you can't just bring a, a standard tow truck in to tow it. You have to bring in one of the types that deal with semis. You have to bring in the, the army. Yeah, pretty much. And so it took forever for the tow truck driver to show up because the company we're contracted with, we have to use them. We can't just you know pick someone out of the phone book. And the guy that is uh, the guy that drives the great big tow truck was out on another job. He was mm. out picking up another truck. And so it's like, well, you're next in line, but you know, I got to go pick this guy up and he's over here. And, you know, and it wasn't, you know, one of our guys, it was just, he had another client and it's like, okay, well, you know, it's going to take this long to get the guy and hook him and tow his shit to wherever it needs to go. And then I'll come and get you. And it took forever for them to get there. And it took forever for them to hook it up. And then it took a- another million years, basically, to get me back to back to base. And I and they couldn't just come and get me like, you know, like my boss come and get me because the material in the truck, even though it's fucking confetti, it's still we're we're basically a security company and mm-hmm. so you can't just leave the truck unmanned you have to stay with the truck until you get it back to the base and mm-hmm. so i didn't roll back in till like 9 30 last night is when i finally got home <laughs> it dude it was a long day that just sucks yeah that just really sucks because you're at that point you're dependent on others for coming home and you can't go home because you have the truck and somebody has to stay has to stay with it. yeah i remember those things oh, and like- had to dump the truck you know we had to basically have this guy kind of push it up into the bay and open it up dump the material out pull it out and then mm-hmm. take it over to the uh the actual mechanic shop that we use which at yeah. that point, you know, once we dumped it, my hands were washed. You know, I, I was like, I'm going home. I'm done. My part here is over. So it's. Um, I'm going home. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Bull rushes. Fuck that. I would have called an Uber. <laughs> were you allowed? No. No, probably. Like, I remember like those. I said, like I said, mm-hmm. I have to stay with the truck. I mean, I, I could have called an Uber and left and then I would have been unemployed. Yeah, we don't want that. I remember those stories from my dad. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and to answer Tempest, yep. Yes, I did. Oh, you better believe it, Tempest. No, I <laughs> I made good money just to sit there and, and basically stare at my phone. But it's the idea that I would have rather been home on time, been on the show last night, 
and been drinking. Mm. Instead, I'm sitting in the cab of the truck waiting for a fucking tow truck to show up. That's what yeah, sucks. But I got kind of like it's kind of like my job where you just stare at the phone and answer a couple of phones. Sometimes even one minute before closing and then for some sometimes things just happen to the phone line. You might never know. Sometimes it just goes wrong. But yeah. what was I saying? Yeah, I remember those stories with my dad and he had drivers that actually left. Oh my god, man. Oh, you should have seen him. He was angry. Past oh, week, I, by the I way. Can imagine. Past I, week I encountered one of those moments where he was just bellowing to the phone. And I I just I just watched that. I was like, I do not want to be the other person on the end of that line. I really don't. And uh, we had to switch cars. Or no, let me phrase that differently. I needed his car. So I took him to work. And at a certain point, I asked him, I'm like, Dad, you afraid of a heart attack because of yelling against these guys and dealing with their stupidity? And he looks at me, he says, I'd sell myself short. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I'm like, the... The sheer pragmatism of this man, the sheer balls of of objectivism was like, nope, I'd sell myself short. We'll be a cold day in hell before they get off that easy. I'm like, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> He's like, I just tell them what to do and they have to listen. It's all they have to do. Do they listen? No. That's when I get not. angry. Like, are you ever, uh, what did I say again? Like, you ever concerned about them walking into your office being like, oh, I'll show my boss. He's like, no, they don't, they won't get the chance. They won't. I'm like, whoa. Uh, too but like, that's the good part about like being in logistics or whatever. It's still so down to earth and balls to the wall when you fuck up. There's no conversation about, oh, how did that happen? How did it make you feel? No, you fucked up. You fucked up and you're a loser. Don't do that again. <laughs> Let's see. Bacon, 223, on my way home early to drink. 1099 life for the win. I can't blame you, Bacon. Can't blame you. Thank you very much for the super chat. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Rob won't die. Rob won't die. No, I, I just have work issues and then family issues, nothing major, just family shit that comes up. And it's nice to take a break occasionally. So this is your break time. Is it like, if I, if I got that right from what you always tell me about the show, you're like, okay, red evening is like the moment where it's like peace, quiet, <laughs> but fun. Pretty much. Yeah. It's not yeah. necessarily quiet. Sloth's here. Good to see you, Sloth. We're on 17 members, by the way. We're halfway there, almost halfway there, to the entire grocery budget of the month. Almost. Nice. Nice. 17. Starting to like your dad more than you, Jack. Yeah, well, <laughs> I get it from him. I, I get it from him. But, like, he phrased that, and I was like, wow. Like, 
I wish I would have come up with that. Like I'd sell myself short. Like imagine that. Imagine that. You having already having health problems and the world around you making it worse and you just hold on because I will not sell myself short. Sounds like a brat <laughs> lecture schnapps. Uh huh. You don't know how close you are, chest. <laughs> well, she was more into beer than schnapps, but or a schnapps beer, like weird Swedish beer. What is schnapps actually? That's that apple juice with alcohol, right? Kinda, yeah, pretty much. It's it's chick booze, like most booze. I know guys who drink that. Who drink like um, liquor forty three. Hey. We got a new member, Ethan nice. Sevilla. Thank you very much, Ethan. 18, two more to go. Then we're halfway there. Ah! Living on a prayer. <laughs> Rob and Jack on the fair. The question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that what my ex used to do that. She uh, took a picture of us on the fair and then she put, what? And um, never mind. Us on the fair or something like that. And then her ex started replying like lizard on a prayer or whatever. And I was like, why is he responding to this? And then she blocked him. I'm like, good, good. Girls with long hair. Take my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Won't break it. I swear. <laughs> Jack and Rob on the fair. <laughs> Do you remember when we had fairs? Yes. I know. Jack. Oh, by the way, I pissed off nonstop Dre because in my new video, which is already in the members area, by the way, there is a short video clip of Legos. And Dre did not appreciate that. He's like, save the Legos for the OnlyFans, man. Save the Legos for the OnlyFans. I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry, but guys got to make a living. Well, yeah, and everybody's a critic. Yeah. Like, that is a cool avatar, by the way. Where is that from? It's an older anime. 1980s. Not JoJo. Wait. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure had an 80s version. Ethan, where's that avatar from? Yeah, it's way quicker. Just ask him. Well, no shit. He's a new member. You're hit you're singling him out. Hit him up. Mm. You explain. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're the new guy, tell me why. You're too fucking blonde. <laughs> It's for Legends of the Galactic Heroes. I've never seen that. By the no. way, are you into anime or have you been? Oh, God. Um, a long time ago in a galaxy far, galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Yes, I was. Mine was more uh, Voltron and G-Force. G-Force sounds like a very, very bad thing, which is good. Oh, dude, G-Force was awesome, It, but it would be, back when I was a kid, there was, like, where you, it's classified as anime now. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, it was anime, but it wasn't classified as anime. It was just a cartoon, mm -hmm. you know, but it was done in a lot of the anime style that you see today, and, and it was, I loved it. I thought G-Force was great, so... Did it hit the spot? It did. It was the G spot. The G force was hitting the G spot. Are you now or have you ever been a member of the anime party? 
Oh, yeah. Chester's bringing up a good one. Gundam. I saw Gundam. Gundam Wing. I never did. Oh, Gundam Wing was pretty neat. Like, that was my first anime when I was a kid. Mm, technically not true. That was Dragon Ball Z. Okay, but so we're talking two years ago. Okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, Dragon Ball Z was more like guys punching each other and whatever. It was not... It wasn't anime anime, if you know what I mean. But Gundam Wing was like this flashy, hardcore, Japanese tight anime style with the upbeat opening and flashes everywhere and robots killing each other. And it was like, holy shit, what's this? And it was amazing and people dying and there was blood and there were there was drama between the characters. And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> It and was I was a eight years old. Soap opera. <laughs> and I was eight years old. It was so cool. And then, of course, you had Dragon Ball Z where guys punching each other. The original Transformers. True. True. Mm. Now that you mention it. But, like, the robots were, were uh, controlled by humans inside who were teenagers for some odd way, slaughtering humans. It's like, what's about, it was about some terrorist organization which uh, had child members, which, I mean, it's kind of fucked up. My first and only I was waiting for the porn reference. Thank you, Sloth. There goes the monetization. Uh, Mickey Mouse in black and white with no Dre? song. No, 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 Dre. It wasn't that there was no sound. There was no narration, but there was music. It's called a silent movie. Oh, wow. A while oh, back, they Robotech. put out a new... Fuck, how could I forget that one? Yeah, Robotech was a good one, too. True. Very true. Legends of the Galactic Heroes, Star Wars without Wizards. Uh, they're preferred to be called Jedi. And Sith. It has philosophy, spaceships, politics. It's Game of Thrones in space. But does it oh, have the titties? Nice. Yeah, does it have boobs? Boobs. There was a significant less amount of boobs in the eighth season, which could have saved it. Dude, just saying. there was significant amount of less boobs after about season five. Okay, because uh, what's her name? I, I can't remember the actress's name, but the gal that plays Daenerys mm -hmm. in Game of Thrones. In the first two or three seasons, man, she had titties everywhere. That okay. is true. Well, she did. Okay, well, as she gained in popularity and kind of became one of the driving characters that everybody would tune in to watch, uh, she was able to uh, like redo her contract with HBO, mm -hmm. and she threw in a no nudity clause. Bam. Yep. Bam. There, like, there why was would you her, do that? Well, because she didn't want to do it. And, and they accepted because, I mean, what are they going to do? Replace her? Like, oh, just pretend this is her, even though it's not. Mm -hmm. So they, she's, she was that popular as an actress and a character that she was able to say, you know what? I don't want to show boobs anymore, so I'm doing a no nudity closet. It's no different than uh, the, the, the Lannister. What's her name? Cersei? Cersei yes. That actress... She doesn't do nudity. Yeah, but Lena Headey can understand because she already doesn't have tits. Yeah, but it she's never done nudity. No, because there's nothing to see. 
Well, that's true, but she's always put that in. So anytime that you do see like her character nude, it's a body double. The Red Witch is Caris Van Houten, and I know Aaron Clary is listening, and he has no taste in women. I'm just saying. Because I showed him a picture of the lovely, lovely, divine Caris Van Houten. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Clary's in love with women from the 1930s, so... You know, well, women peak in their 60s, so... Exactly. You know, he, he likes them old hags, so... Oh, wait! She didn't do the... Wasn't that a body no, double? No, no, no. It was a body double, Bullrush. She did not actually do nudity. That yeah, because um, in Game of Thrones Season 5, she had the Walk of Shame. Yep, and that was and, a body double there, too. Yeah, because she had significantly bigger titties than she normally has. Welcome back to the Titty Show, by the way. It's been a long time since we talked oh, about that. Yep. No, I, I, I get what Bullrush is saying, that her character had nudity. Yeah. Uh, Lena Headley did not do nudity. It was a body I'm, double. I'm just saying, by the way, for me, Game of Thrones went downhill after Tywin Lannister died. The best character in that entire show, period. Well, you're pushing it. I, I get why you like him. I get why you like him. And I do like him, but you're 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 pushing it there, buddy. Because to me, the best character was the god of tits and wine himself. Oh Tyrion. Oh yes. Oh wait, hold on. Sloth, now I remember. That scene. Oh yeah, when she turns into the, the elderly woman. Yeah, that was that. But Carice did plenty of scenes where she wasn't old. Remember that? There's some weird freaky scene when she puts off the oh, necklace. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, it's her dark god or the red god or whatever it was she worshipped and her medallions and shit gave her the, basically youth and she was actually an old hag. Yeah. yeah. Speaking about uh, that, by the way, uh, ask Teriyaki. She's good. Cool. She's good. When we get done with the show, I'm going to go see her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I'm happy for you because my dates this week were horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like, we've got midterms going on right now in the Netherlands. And I had, I had a couple of leads. I just didn't like them. Conversation wise. I just didn't like them. I had a date on Thursday and at a, we were talking, we were connecting a bit and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, you've, I've told you about my experience. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on. You're, you mm -hmm. got your coffee right now, right? I do. Okay. We are officially chicks because we're talking about well, there was just no connection and no conversation mm. over coffee. Oh. Talk about flipping the script here. I feel so much better <laughs> with you now, Rob. <laughs> but okay, you know about my experiences that uh, the whole bonding thing and I want to get to know you thing is very irrelevant in most cases when she likes you enough. Like the whole women will make rules for betas and break rules for alphas. Right. Yes. So I had that a couple of times this week where there were rules put in place for me and I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. I don't. I have been on the opposite end of this query too many times where I'm like, nope, not dealing with it. So I was with her and we were drinking and I was like, do you always, uh, what did I say? Like, do you always sit this far away from a guy you like? She's like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to feel pressured and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? 
So I was like, you know what? Maybe. Who knows? So we talked a bit more, and I went for it again. She's like, no, you're putting up expectations. I'm like, you know what? You should have said, hey, I'll be back, and went to the restroom and then left. No. (laughs) Well, I did. I, I did go. But you know what the weird thing was? She tried to flip the script on me. Because I was sitting there and I looked at her. I'm like, yeah, this is not going anywhere. So I'm probably leaving. She's like, what do you mean this isn't going anywhere? I'm like, I'm not getting the idea you're that into me. She's like, you're making assumptions again. Who says I wasn't? Who said I wasn't into you? I'm like, well, I'm used to girls who are into me and actually want me to make a move and or make a move themselves. And you are being quite distant. And I take that as a you're not interested. And she's like, well, it could have been a second date or maybe a third. You just no. didn't push those things. No. I'm like, no, you're trying to flip it on me. You're trying to put the carrot in front of the cart. We're not doing that here, young lady. I am a very busy man. I have better things to do. And there are plenty of women who are enthusiastic about seeing me. Goodbye. And there was another girl via text who I set a date with, but she was she was masculine. In her language, there was no flirtation. It was all very analytical, very uh, trying to figure me out ish. No fun and banter. I'm like, hey, this isn't working out for me. This just isn't working out for me. Like, there's no, there's no playfulness. There's no banter. Uh, I can't do this. Like, never mind. Uh, enjoy your life. So that was my week when it comes to plates. There was also another one. We were kind of doing it back and forth. And we were talking about height. And I appeared to be taller. And I was like, well, what's your weight then? She's like, oh, you don't ask a lady that. I'm like, yeah, why not? And that means you're fat. That means you're fat, probably. She's like, why does it matter? I'm like, I'm six foot tall and ripped as hell. Why do you think it matters? Because I put in the fucking work. That's why. Of course, I phrase that differently because you're talking to a woman and you can't use reason and logic. So I made it sugar-coated and rainbows and unicorns and things like that, that it wouldn't like hit her in the head like a brick wall. (laughs) And I got no response and I was like, well, you're probably fat then. And I saved myself some time. Probably. Braving stunning. Well, I thank you, Bullrush. Men should not be like, just because we ask, no, what was it again? Just because we're wearing a certain thing doesn't mean we're asking for it. Just because I wear a sweater doesn't mean I don't want to be flirted with. I don't want to walk out. I don't want to walk shirtless all day, you know. I'm a human being. You're not a piece of meat. I'm not a piece of meat. <laughs> no hookups. Mm-hmm. Done with games. Mm-hmm. Indeed, nonstop Dre, I am passionately crushing it. Boss man. No need, no woman, fish, bicycle. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the, the cliff notes of how I do online dating and like meeting up with them. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you the cliff notes, Jack. It's probably going to take a minute. We text, I ain't feeling it, ghost. No, well, this isn't working. Take care. Have a nice life. Nah, I just stop fucking talking. Okay, I leave it open for them, but I just stop talking. And the date thing, if it's like what your gal was, dude, seriously, it 
People have a different opinion about it, but seriously, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, I'll be back. I got to go to the restroom. And then I leave. (laughs) You know, I pay my bill before I walk out. It's not a dine and dash, Mm -hmm. but I just fucking leave. It's like, I I did that once. And this was even before the whole red pill stuff. I had a date with a girl and we went out for drinks when I still paid for them. And we went out for drinks and all of a sudden she mentioned she has a boyfriend, but he is okay with her um, going out to drinks with guys. I grabbed my phone and I said, oh shit, something's wrong with my friend. I really have to go. Um, you know what? I'll pay, I'll pay drinks the next time. And I just left. I just faked it. I just faked it. Like, oh no, my friend is um, dying of a... Uh, um, He's in a car accident. He wrapped himself around a tree. He he has rabies. I have to go. I <laughs> he have has to ret- rabies. I like. I have to return some videotapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, oh, but that shit. was Blockbuster's going to charge me twenty bucks. Yeah, but yeah, that that was my week. It wasn't a very good week. Jesus, I'd say not. No, no, it was kind of bad. But uh, you know, you know how those go. I mean, I told Troy Francis, Red Evening is like, it's like a, a graph where it's like, you can notice when I have success in dating and when I don't, because when I don't, it's like women and shit. And when it goes right, it's like, oh, no, women aren't that bad. And then it's like, women and shit, women ain't that bad, women ain't shit, women ain't that bad. Just goes and goes and goes. Girls to Jack, why do you see yourself in 15 years? Oh, my God. <laughs> like I said, we're a couple of chicks having coffee and bitching about girls. Uh, I left some forks in the knife drawer. That's the equivalent to uh, I'm washing my hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what Watson once had? He had a girl text him. He's like, I got my finger between the door. It's like, What? And then I think he said something about that. It's about his fingers and not hers. And she still showed up. (laughs) Nice. I have to ask him for the exact one. But I do remember there was a girl who said she got her finger between the door and the the wall, so to say. Don't know the exact English version of that. But she tried to close the door and her finger got in between. There, that one. Oh, I'm aware, Bacon. I'm aware. Trust me, you know what, dude, actually, when you mentioned the chick who said she had a boyfriend, but he was cool with her going out and having drinks, that's code that she's in an open relationship and she's looking to fuck. I know. I fucked her later on. She turned out. Yeah, I mean, years later, funnily enough, I ran into her and that is the same girl who went on and became a prostitute. Yeah, I know. That, I told you about that one, right? Who didn't want to see me anymore because I wasn't open-minded. Because um, you can work as a prostitute and still have a relationship. It's not the same. It's work. And the other one's love. So it's totally different. It's like, no, they're not. No, they are not. That is my <laughs> Valley Girl impression, by the way. Totally not. I could tell. Hey, um, I got to answer this one here. So, Bullrush, since that's your handle that you use, do you use it on your, your next door app? Because you should. Because you could join that polyamory group and say, I'm the bull. 
Well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, Timmy has so much lols. I know. I know. But yeah, it's kind of like yeah, the 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 uh, pipeline is a bit dry at the moment. Where it's like, eh. Huh. Bacon brought up a good point where he said it would be sort of okay if they were at least attractive. Yeah. That's the thing I remember. Uh, it was either last week. I think it was last week when this kind of came up a little bit about uh, polyamory, which is really code for ugly people fucking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it is because, you know, I, I don't know about, you know, Bull Rush's area. I, th that might be a hidden gold mine. Well, I wouldn't say Bull Rush is pretty or anything. To be well, honest, hey, so uh, you know, but he he <laughs> might be sitting on a gold mine. I don't know, but I know here in Salt Lake because I saw the polyamory group that used to come to the place I worked at. They would have a meetup like once a month for coffee and introduce themselves to each other in the community at large. And they were some of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen. The guys and the women both. And and I'm like, oh, 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 no, you no. know. And that's and and that's the thing I've seen uh, with the grabbing articles. coffee real quick. Okay, but that's the thing I've seen, guys, with like the news articles and the clickbaits and all that shit when they talk about polyamory. Okay, not harems, rather hard or soft harems. Polyamory. Polyamory is code for ugly and usually, let's just say it, fat people. Okay. So when a girl goes, I'm polyamorous, she's fat and ugly. Her beta cuck is fat and ugly. And yes, she's looking for Chad Thundercock to be the bull. That's just kind of how it is. What would my porn star name be? Uh, good question. Silver Fox. That's what it would be. Yep. My porn star name would be Silver Fox. Oh, guys, it's been a long motherfucking week. That's all I can say. It sounds like your local fat life. Oh, God, you know, that's another one. Um, I don't know where the hell Vince finds his, his concubines. Vince from Masculine Geek because I've seen a couple of them and they are they are good looking women. I've met one of them and they are good looking women because when I got on FetLife and I saw the bullshit in my area, it was like polyamory on steroids with multicolored hair and whips and chains and nose rings. And they were they were not just ugly. They were fugly. Ooh. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's that that is fucked up, ugly for people who wouldn't know. Well, it's Great. fucking ugly. Yep. If you, you your turn to get coffee, my turn to get another drink. You talk. Okay, I talk. 
if you became a porn star, what would your porn star name be? Well, Jack Napier has already been taken by a uh, well-endowed um, person of color. So that wouldn't fly. I'd probably go with Jack Sparrow or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I have no idea. Like, how do they choose their names? How do they choose their names? Truth. Yes. Welcome to the channel where we speak the truth. But, Dre, I have no idea. Like, what would your porn star name? Does a porn star name have to be, like, an innuendo? Does it have to be? Does it have to be? <laughs> Jack Hammer. That's a good one, Tempest. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 Dre. I was, I was, I was making fun. Yeah, it's a well-endowed black guy. As most, not as well-endowed as you, I hear. They say they're, uh, they, they say, Dre, that there's uh, only a few as well-endowed as you. Sloppy McNasty. Ew. That's just weird, Bullrush. Vet life. Apparently, that is a fetish group. Vet life. Fetish life, I get. Yes. I'll sell you the name whack when I retire. God damn it, Bacon. God damn it. Oh, Dre Bing brings up a good point. Fat, a.k.a. thick whale. Funnily enough. Funnily enough. Lately, when I'm on Tinder, um, I look at the pictures and I say, oh my God, double chin. And as soon as I see that, I look at the bio and of course it says curvy. It's like, that is not curvy. Agent Carter from um, the first Avenger is curvy. That used to be curvy. Marilyn Monroe was curvy what sets for curvy these days is just one curve and it's a bowl of lard where it's like no no you're just fat get it through your thick skulls you know what i did i put my weight in my bio and i um right next to it i put heavier than that swipe left no, I'm put. Although I could just remove that because, and this is a thing I have been uh, dealing with a while now, and you've heard me and Rob talk about this. It doesn't help. It doesn't work trying to one up girls. It doesn't work, and nine times out of ten, they don't care. Because you're using reason and logic and those things won't work. Like all the MGTOW channels and things like that where it's like, oh, look at this. And she's doing something stupid and we men have it so much better. Women won't care. They no. won't. No. They will not care. They do not care. And you should not try. Well, that's it's funny you bring that up because that reminds me of something Ryan Stone posted or did a video about a while back about a guy fuck i don't remember the name of the article but it was like Jeremy. i think it was called no i think it was michael's story was the name of it it oh, was on the married one. red pill or one of the red pill subreddit things yeah 
And it was the guy bitching and moaning about all the cute girls were doing their thing. And he was like, oh, when you guys, you know, what are you going to do later? And how's your life going to go? And they're like, our lives are going to go just fine. And, and it was him being bitter and pissed off because he wasn't popular or liked. And he's thinking these girls, as they get older, are going to get their comeuppance. And they're not. And that's the thing that I know I, I, I know I wrote a blog post on it and I might've even done a video about it. And it's like the, the MGTOW masturbation shit they do. They're thinking, ha, these women are going to get theirs when they hit 30 and all the men stop paying attention. They're going to cry. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. It's, you know, if the girl went from being hot when she was, say, in like high school or college and then puts on a hundred fucking pounds, yeah, nobody's going to look at that. But if she has a modicum of self respect and she takes care of herself even to the slightest because the thirst is real, she's going to get attention well into probably her 40s. And by then, she's going to get what she wants. She's going to have the kids and have the house and all the bullshit. And so she's going to be like, my life is good, whether there's a guy in it or, a guy in it or not. Mm. And so that, that revenge porn fantasy, it, it's just jerking off. That's all it is. And, it I, is. and I, you know, and I look at it and go, because I know women now that I went to like fucking high school with. Okay, there's one. Her name is Sherry. Ran into her about a year or so ago. And she was a hottie when we were in high school. Okay, gorgeous. Guess what, Jack? She got fat. No, she's still gorgeous. Oh, wow. Even at 49. Granted, she doesn't look like she did back in the day as far as, you know, absolutely mind-blowingly stunning but she's still a fine ass woman to this day. And it's like, wow. And life has treated her well in terms of everything. You know, she's done well for herself. She got the kids, got the house, got the guy, got rid of the guy. You name it, she's done it. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, well, as long as they don't get fat. And even then, because there's so much thirst. It, yeah. It, it doesn't even matter if they get fat. There's somebody who will fucking tolerate it. You're so you're 100% right. Now, of course, probably when women do stay thin that long, it's probably because there's some guy behind it or whatever that they want to look good for. And I'm not saying just in general, in, in generality speaking. Also, um... What did I want to say? About the whole depth thing. Okay. The only thing, and I've said, I've, we, we talked about this before. The only thing women might get their comeuppance in is that they don't end up with the guy they actually wanted to end up with. That's but the do, only thing. do most guys, let, let's, to be fair, hmm. do most guys end up with the woman they truly want? No. Uh, there you go. Okay, no. so we all, it, it, it's it's kind of like the guys who say, I only bang nines and tens, brah. 
Okay, never mind the nine and ten, and yes, that's a figment of imagination. We, we've we've covered that ground, but the reality is, the average guy, the median, you know, the the fucking top of the bell curve. Okay, they bang fours and fives. They want nine and ten. That's always been their fantasy because of media and porn and whatever else. But what do they end up with? Fours and fives. What yeah. is she looking at? She's looking at Brad Pitt and George Clooney and, and these outlier guys wishing she had them. And what does she end up with? She ends up with Biff. You know, she ends up with a guy that she tolerates him because he's a useful idiot. And it's like, guys, it all kind of evens out in the wash. We all end up with somebody that we basically tolerate. <laughs> Unless you listen to the show and you know better. Well, there Real is quick. that. <laughs> Real quick. The Shaw 2000 $45 Super Chat. Thank you very much. Yes, thank I love you. This I love you. I love this show. I listen to it during my security patrols. Very entertaining. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, Glad we could you. help. Glad I, could I'm glad we can entertain because I consider myself an entertainer first and an educator second. Mm -hmm. So we're, I'm doing my job right. Mm -hmm. Andrew S for $2. What's a good business idea? Feed pictures on Instagram. That and uh, sending out tiny classified emails to as many accounts as you can saying, I have the million dollar business idea. PayPal me $1. <laughs> Email me at. Oh, by the way, Bull Rush. Hey, posted... go back to Tempest real quick. Yeah, you popped it up there for him. That one. There. This is why women don't get their comeuppance because some guy will still pump them. That's it. The yeah. thirst is real. And attention <laughs> is the coin of the realm. So at a certain point, they don't care anymore whose attention it is. Maybe sometimes they do where it's like, oh, I can't get attention from that guy. And I told you about my ex, right? About her mother. I, I told you about my ex, right? Her mother. What that, was her? The, that was the hottest girl I ever dated. Hands down. Hottest girl okay. I ever dated. Mom was a whale, right? Yes. And, and I remember. That's what the hottest girl you ever dated became, wasn't it? No. 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 She no. she's managed to not be the the whale like her mother, huh? Well, she's I an mean, outlier. She's not even thirty yet, so. Oh well, um, shit. She still got another year or two then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, she told me that her mother told her like the worst day in a woman's life is when men don't look at you anymore but stare at your daughter, and I was I just found that the most narcissistic thing I ever heard. But it's it true. is, but it's true. Okay. Even yeah. Aaron Clary said that at one point on Twitter a fuck a while back, but it stuck with me. He was like, you know, some girl bitches and moans that, oh, you guys, you know, you're you're giving us all this attention. And yeah, 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 yeah. he's right. like, Yeah, just wait for a couple years when we don't. And mm -hmm. then he did the little Google eye thing that are like, <laughs> you know, because it's like, yeah, give it a couple of years. You don't, you won't need to worry about it. No one will pay attention to you. No, and it's like, yep. It's in it, that part that. is kind of true. I do love <laughs> that quote though, where um, thirty-five-year-old men treat women like twenty-three-year-old men. Women treat men, something yeah, like that. Pretty much. 
Ethan, a lot of men stay with their woman due to the honor thing embedded yes. in their heads. They don't yes. stay due to desire, as Ryan said. Useful yep. idiot. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's where I don't know if it's not comeuppance. Know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that you're not wrong. It's more like matter of perspective kind of thing because she it's still gets combination. the kids. It's a combination. Yeah, because yes, she still gets the kids. Yes, she still gets the finances. I just thought about that with the whole student debt thing because that girl who I had that date with, of course, it comes up and she's like, well, it's not fair that we're being uh, driven into debt so much, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, then why did you go to college? Well, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I do know that after this, I'm going to do a master's degree in that. I'm like, you just told me you're in crippling debt and now you want to go into more? But yes, queen, double I, down. I did that. I did that. At a certain <laughs> point, I, I stopped myself. I'm like, what would Rob do? Like you're right. Agree and amplify. Just fucking like, move on. You're right. We would do, <laughs> why would you do? But there will be guys out there. Not guys like me. I mean, I'll be in Portugal no. somewhere, uh, banging it up. Maybe with James Tusk. Who knows? And go. with Troy Francis, who I had a great talk with, by the way, past week. Yeah. Yeah, with James Tusk it was very interesting. Nice. Bull rush for the five dollars sixty-five. Thank you very much. Fifty-six. You got dyslexia. Yeah. Now, in Dutch, it's the other way around. Okay. 65, 56. Like, the English say 50, uh, 56. Uh-huh. And we say 56. So it's the big number that comes last with us. So that's why I got confused a bit. Ah. Most guys don't get the girl they want, but they do get the girl they deserve. Yes. I'm Batman. <laughs> no, there's no bet. That is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely true. That ties into the whole honor embedded in our heads. When I, when I think of my marriage and how long I stayed married and a lot of it for the last, I don't know, two years of my marriage was that whole honor thing that it's like, uh, I, I can't be a quitter. You know, I can't give up. I made vows. I got to fucking hold them up until I realized I'd rather be fucking dead. Yeah. Okay. And and I got the woman I deserved. Absolutely. And so it's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. No. Well, that's kind of, I never like the argument where women blow up after marriage. Now, I don't like that argument because it's not set in stone that women do that. No, but also, a wait, lot hold of on. them do. A lot yes. of them do. But that's not because of marriage. That's because of the guy not holding frame. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, it's a guy, it's, it's not even necessarily about holding frame. It's the guy letting it slide. Yeah. It's in boundaries and enforcement of those. Like my friend, my track con friend, he's married and he just bluntly stated, I married you under certain conditions. Those conditions will be met. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, it reminds me of when I was a bit younger and some women occasionally, when you run into them, will try to weaponize sex. They, they'll, they'll be like, well, you know, I don't know if I really want to keep having sex or blah, blah, blah. They, they kind of, because they'll never just come out and say, like, I'm not fucking you anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they'll, they'll try to use it as a weapon. And my response to the couple of times it's happened to me is, that's okay. I'll just find someone who does. You know, yeah. you don't want to fuck me. I'll find someone who does. 
Because there's always it. somebody. There's always somebody who will. Yeah. So fuck it. You want to try and weaponize that shit and threaten me? All threats are honored. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. All threats are honored. Thank you. I was looking for that. She gets first crack at your libido, not yep. soul custody. Correct. That's the one. I yep. do love those quotes, though. I yeah, like they're, they're good quotes. Mary Red Pills just based as hell, man. But apparently they're low IQ and uh, not very good at boxing. So who cares? <laughs> like the dumbest thing I ever read on Twitter. Seriously. Uh, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, sloth. Everyone has a bang by this day tattooed on their ass. In all honesty, if I don't bang on first date, there is not going to be a second. I'm not kidding. Like, nope. I have I have been on that side of the, I have been on that side of the Rubicon. There's no going back. Yeah, it's just I mean, how do I phrase this? It's not expectations. It's just knowing. Yep. It's knowing. Like I know what a girl does when she's interested in me. Yep. If there is no sex on the first date, she's not interested. Oh, but maybe she wants to go slow. Fuck that shit. She had had plenty of guys who she didn't care with to go slow with. I am not being that guy. Done. And yep. a lot of girls don't like it when you say that. Well, honey, that's your own damn fault. Talk to your sisters. You messed it up. I don't care. These are now my standards. You meet them or you don't. Or I will move on. But Jack, what about that personality? That comes <laughs> after. That comes after. Like the whole dating market is flipped upside down. Men do not care about their personality until they've had it. At least in my experience. No, I I would actually I would agree with you a hundred percent on that. It, it's <sighs> I want to know is she down to fuck because that means she's interested, hmm. and I want to know if we fit together both physically and whatnot. Hmm. And so I got to test drive it right from the get go. I'm not gonna go and walk around the car for three fucking days and then come back and then finally be like, Hey, I want to test drive this. I'm going to go look at the car and be like, Oh, I really like the car. Uh, give me the keys. I want to go give it a run around the block a couple of times and see how it handles and then bring it back. And if I like it, let's, let's fucking haggle here. Let's talk. Otherwise, nah, you know, give me another car. It, it's mm -hmm. the same idea. Yeah. So. Okay. Real quick, because Ethan brings up a very good point. And which comes down to why I do not trust conservative women. Women know that men will have their backs, but put on a girly smile and just say, men are amazing, but can you pay my debt and vote policies that take your masculinity? I may let it happen. This is the Lawrence Southern, uh, Tommy Laren, Candace Owens. It's, it's all their bullshit argument. That's all. A couple of these girls on Twitter that are all post-wall, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, men are great, and feminism is wrong. As soon as I see a 19-year-old say this, I might consider. Then I might believe it. Other than that, I'm just like, no. No, you're hiding something. You're no longer being acknowledged for the beauty you once were. There's something going on, and you what that that doesn't fly with me, sister. Doesn't fly with this boy. Uh, but a lot of guys follow them, where it's like, yes, queen. Oh, oh, you're so conservative. Give me more conservatism, please. Shove it in there. It's like, no. I don't believe you. 
Tempest. You know what, Tempest? That one, I'll tell you what. I have not had a woman use that one on me in 20 fucking years. Nice. You won't well, you won't even give them the chance to do that. No, that's it. If a woman says that, that's when I it's it I stop texting, it's ghost or it's I'll be back. I got to use the restroom and then I leave. I'm going to use okay? that. Just because seriously, this this is part of that rules for betas. Yeah, that's all that is. She's not interested. Like I said, I haven't had that in 20 fucking years, but I remember it. Mm. And, you know, I know it's still out there. I know it's still out there, but I seriously have not heard it in 20 years. No, I've had a couple (laughs) of girls try it on me and I I just flat. And this is stupid on my part. I know because I'm using reason and logic again. Well, you're thinking that they're dudes and you want to debate them. <laughs> no, not, not necessarily. I think they're capable of reason. Yeah, you're right. You're, give, you're giving them too much credit. And like I said, you're thinking yeah, that they think like dudes and you want to debate them. And I've just gotten to a point that I've realized women are women. They're not men. You can't debate them. So why fucking no, bother? Why waste they are, time? They're allowed to vote. I mean, well, and that's, I, I don't care. That does, shit doesn't matter. You can't take that. That cat's out of the bag. You can't take that back. You know, know, and so it's like, eh, yes, queen. That's mm-hmm. it. It's just, yes, no, but, queen. Agree and amplify and move on. I had a girl <laughs> use that on me, and I told her, like, all the girlfriends I had banged on first date, and we had a two-year relationship. So that argument goes out the window. And then they're like, well, but I'm like, oh, just shut up. I'll see your bang on the first date and raise you to four years. How about that? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, banged on yeah, the first date, had in, four in, years. In all honesty, okay, here we go. And if Sad Petman is listening, he's going to use this against <laughs> me. But I never had a relationship longer than two years. You know why? Because well, you don't want to? Well, it's my own <laughs> damn fault. No, uh, in all honesty, the majority of them, I got dumped. Majority of them, I got dumped. Uh, Probably self-sabotage because at a certain point, they wanted to start living together and do things like that. And I'm like, I don't want to live together. For some odd reason, I never wanted to do that. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to live together. I don't know what it was. Just didn't. Just didn't. And uh, Bull Rush is right, by the way. Sounds like a girl who suddenly became submissive. Yeah, Two, uh, there's two or one. three weeks ago, I had a date. Remember that? The girl who said, I don't do second date with guys, even though I oh, plowed her yeah, four yeah, times yeah, that yeah. afternoon and fucked yeah. her three ways from sideways. She texted me that as well somewhere in the beginning. She's like, oh, but I'm not that a submissive girl, you know? I'm like, yeah, well, I'd be there too and wear black. She's like, tee <laughs> oh. hey, there, There's a one that Dre brought up. It says, Rob's first dates, yes. That is actually true, Dre. Yes. More often than not, the majority, they come to me because that's just how I roll. It's not a brag. It's not a flex. It's just the truth because I'm lazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I work 10 plus hours a day. I drive around in a truck all fucking day. The last thing I want to do after I get home is get all cleaned up so I can go get in my car and go drive to have coffee that I don't want to drink or eat food that I don't want to pay for and hear mindless conversation that I could give two fucks about. 
So for me, I chat them up online or wherever I've met them, but it's usually via texting and maybe a phone call or two. And I get them souped up enough usually that they will come here because then I look at it and I go, well, what do I want? I want to stay home. Okay. If she shows up and we bang, it's a win. If she shows up and it doesn't work out that, eh, she's not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Doesn't matter. It's still a win. If she decides to flake ghost, whatever, it's still a win because I'm home. I'm right where the fuck I want to be. So it's like, oh, whether they show up or not is, is, is kind of irrelevant in some ways because I'm home. I'm not driving around, wasting time, wasting gas, buying shit that I don't want to spend money on. And so mm -hmm. if they show up, great, let's get it on. And if not that, fuck it. It doesn't matter because I'm home. That's the goal. I want to stay home. <laughs> I know the feel. Alex Patino, our truck driving agent in the field, if I have to uh, remember what Clary says about him, for $5. Thank you very much, Alex. Terrence Pop says, take it for a spin, hit it, quit it, run it through the gears, neutral stomp it, reverse stop it, leave it at the parking lot where you found it. More that sounds like a song or, that I just messed up. Or, or it, it, it's, you know, it's called Drive It Like You Stole It. <laughs> nice. Nice. But that's a good one, Alex. Uh, that's a good one. Let's see real quick. Uh, yeah, Bacon, you're right. I mean, my record is five minutes where I came in and within five minutes we were at it. Sometimes it just happens, like you come over or whatever, or she comes over and you just look at the clothing. I know what I'm about to say is not very dude, politically correct, but. Dude, I had a chick that she drove an hour one way, two hours total round trip, drove from her house in a town called Springville. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, it is an hour away from where I live. Came to my house. I met her in the driveway because I live in, in a condominium complex. And mm -hmm. so it's not super easy to find it when all of the buildings look kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm out standing in my fucking driveway waiting for her. Guide her in. Let her park. She gets out of her car and throws herself on me right there in the driveway. And then, you know, I kind of pull push her back a little bit because it's like, whoa. And she starts looking at the doors. She's like, which one's yours? I'm like, that one. And she starts walking to the door, opens the door, starts going up the stairs, and she's stripping as she goes mm -hmm. and asking me, where's the bedroom? And I'm like, go to the top of the stairs, make a right, and then make another right. That's how it went, dude. Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, those that happens like that. Diamond pimp hats. Diamond hands. <laughs> no, but I mean, again, when I go on a date and she shows up with cleavage from here to like Salt Lake City, I'm like, yeah, this is going to happen. I don't, I don't need to talk to you, ask you how you've been or whatever. This is there. This there is was normal. no last minute resistance. There was no cognitive dissonance about, I don't want to be seen as too easy. It, it's, I, I, you know, I, I've seen in the past the, the, the pickup guys talk about last minute resistance and whatnot. And I'm like, no. I'm familiar with the term in theory. I've never encountered it. 
No. Nope. You know, and that's, again, it's not a brag or a flex. It's just, I've never encountered it. It's like, no, I've never encountered the cognitive dissonance of, oh, well, I don't want to be seen as a slut or too easy. These mm-hmm. women are like, do you got somewhere more private than here? Yep. Follow me. Let's go. It's just how it goes. Maybe <laughs> I'm just picking low hanging fruit and picking up, you know, no, easy women. No, I don't no. know. No, I can, I can show you the girl. I, I still have some pictures of her with who it was like within five minutes. So uh, those are not low hanging fruit. It is genuine desire. And there we go. Correct me if I'm wrong here. It might have ruined dating for me in the traditional sense. It, no, it didn't. I, I, I'm going to qualify what you said. I mean, maybe it did for you. I ain't you. I don't know what goes on in your head. But from my perspective, all it did was it took the romantic fantasy that has been planted there out. Yes. That's all it did. It's yes. like, oh, you know, because we get raised on the Disney fantasy. I got to romance them and we need to go on X amount of dates and I got to wait X amount of hours or days to call and blah, 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 all the bullshit. And then when you have it and you're like, fuck one, that was hot. Two, God, that was actually easier than I thought. And then you're like, oh, okay. Not, it doesn't it, have you to know, be that And hard. then when someone does try to pull it on you and, well, you know, I need three dates and I need to go slow because I'm looking for, it's like, no. yes, queen. All right. Well, have fun. Have fun with that. That's where I just, like I said, I either stop texting or I just turn around and, I got to go to the restroom. I'll be right back. And then I leave. <laughs> it's just, well, fuck it. You're, you're right. Like it's not necessarily that it ruined the dating for me, but it narrowed it down significantly. It, yeah. it narrowed it down significantly where it was just like, no, I am. I have experienced actual genuine desire where girls do not care about if they know me, if they feel right, if they trust me. It was just your heart, your fun. No, what was it again? She wasn't drunk though, but like that's the quote. I was drunk, he was cute, one thing led to another. But yep, this it was, just happened. It's like I'm sober, he's hot, I'm cute, things happen. So yeah. every time now I hear a girl tell me, like, no, 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 I need to trust you. I hear I want to drag you on. It's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Nope. All, all I, I hear is next. Yeah. That's all I hear. It's like, oh, well, okay. You know, obviously this is not going to go anywhere. So bye. No, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I can get better. I have reached the point of I can do better. It might not show up fast. No, but it'll show up. But it will show up. I have been there once and I will guarantee goddamn to you, Rob, I will get there again. It's like everything I have was stolen from me. I'm now very hey, hey, to the bones. You want, you want a red pill moment. I'm going to give you a red pill moment, Jack. Oh, God. Here we go. Well, this goes back to our Lord and Savior, Rolo Tomasi. I okay. Yes, Rolo J. Tomasi, where he talked about guys don't red pill guys, women red pill guys. Okay. When I was 19, Mm -hmm. okay, I remember 
going on a vacation with my family and a bunch of family friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we went to a place called Lake Powell. It's, it's in Southern Utah and we were on a houseboat. Okay. And we're out there and it's, you know, hundred fucking degrees out in the sun because this lake is in the middle of the desert and it's a big lake. Lake Powell is not small. Anyway, we're on this houseboat and we're drinking and we're laughing and partying it up with everybody, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And there was this woman and I, oh, fuck, I wish I could remember her name, but she was on, she was one of the family friends. She was a few years younger than my parents. Okay. Now this would have been back, like I said, I was like 19. So this was like, 40 fucking years ago or 30 fucking years ago. There we go. 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. This, this woman back then would have been probably in her forties or late thirties, something like that. I think probably in her forties. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I remember she <laughs> and I and somebody else, we got talking about relationships and talking about love and blah, blah, blah. And she turned around and looked at me and says, Oh, honey, you can go walk around the corner and fall in love. Hmm. That's how easy it happens. Because I was like, well, what about love? She's like, oh, you can go around the block and find love. You know, and just laid it out there, just nonchalant matter of fact. Hey, you can go have love. Hey, you can go out and walk around the corner and fall in love. And I'll, I, I've never forgotten when she said that. I've forgotten her name. But I, I remember that. That's not a paraphrase. That's a fucking quote. Hey, you can walk around the corner and fall in love. And it came from a woman that obviously who had been there, done that. And it was like, holy shit. Seen it all. Yep. And, and, there, and, and you know, I, it stuck with me. And now being that I'm probably older than she was at the time that she said it. But I'm thinking about it. It's like, it's true. And that's how I've always looked at, and, and it kind of pisses the women off when I've been with women because they want to be like, oh, you know, you're, you're going to miss me if we ever break up or get, you know, divorced or whatever. And I, and I'm just very matter of fact where it's like, yeah, I probably will, but you know what? There's always another. And it just floors them when I say that, because it's like, I'm not saying you're not awesome and I don't enjoy your company, but I have no fucking doubt there's another. You there's are always another. Well, and it's, I, I, I don't know if I would use that term, but it's, it's not like I'm going to be pining after you and go into monk mode and start semen retention like some of the dickheads do. It's, it's no, I'll miss you and then I'll get over you and I will find another one because there's always another one. There's what? Seven and a half billion people on this planet. The odds are in my favor. Mm. So fuck it. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. That's kind of what Tusk said as well. It's like, well, I don't like British girls. And, uh, that was pretty cool by the way. Like, I don't know if you're aware of Tusk or know about his work. I have so, no idea who he is. So James Tusk is a um, a nomadic pickup artist. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. nice. He's a friend of Troy's. Okay. Great guy, by the way. Had a great hangout. 
He uh, brought his buddy Sam from Fluid Social, also a great guy to hang out with. And at a certain point, I asked him, like, okay, but how was that for you? What, what, what was the process? He's like, well, I had a job in corporate. I did a couple of sets. I did a couple of uh, a bit of content on Day Game in London. And at a certain point, he just woke up and was like, life's too short. Quit his job, got 5,000 bucks, flew to Brazil. And he was like, you know what? Sink or swim, bitch. Yeah. He started making content then. That, I, I find that inspirational. Instead of, Absolutely. oh, when should I make the jump? Because I have a hell of a lot more than 5K. I can tell you that. I have a hell of a lot more. But it's that... It's that fear of failure or fear of the unknown yep. that just keeps you where you're at. Well, and it's between the fear of the unknown, fear of failure. It's also you get comfortable. You get comfortable. I, I think with most guys, whatever it may be, whether it's their job or it's their relationship, they it's not even the fear of the unknown. It's whatever it is becomes tolerable. That, yeah. ah, you know what? She nags, but I, I can deal with that. Or, ah, well, this job sucks, but you know what? It's not unbearable. I can deal with this, you know? And, and so you get comfortable and you get used to it. And next thing you know, 20 years have gone by. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. And that would be a shame. I mean, I can't make a jump right now because of the orthodontics. Sure. Orthodontics. Like, you, you want to have that fixed. It's like, hey, you're in the middle of your braces process. Let's jump up and leave to a third world country. It's like, that would be the smartest thing to do. Right. But yeah. in general, oh, sorry, sorry, Bacon. Bacon for 223. Thank you very much. Nice to have a show to sip fine whiskey to at home. You know what? Of all the things, I appreciate this the most. Like, um, like our um, truck driving agent in the field says as well, Alex. It's like, and one of the first super chats, remember, where is he? The Shah 2000, where it's like, I listen to you while I'm at work. It's like, <laughs> no, we're, as the, in, we're the working man's show. That's what we no, are. But, but kind of like, hey, I enjoy you guys so much where I just like to listen to you guys banter and talk about life. And I, you know what? That that just, yeah, it's just gives, me, gives me a warm feeling shit. inside. It just, yeah. <laughs> It warms my heart. Warms my heart. <laughs> Ethan, I miss the body that you once had. That's all. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> right. I'll I said right that back to... real quick, Jack. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I said that to that girl on Tuesday. Thursday. Sorry. Thursday. It's like, yeah, you know what? It's not you. It's me. I just don't find this interesting and blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing. Understand this very well, gentlemen. When you have been on the receiving side of genuine desire, anything less than that does not fly. It just doesn't. When you've been that guy for a year, over 12 times with a new girl, where she doesn't care about your feelings, doesn't care who you are, doesn't care where you came from, and all of a sudden the girl starts throwing up hurdles you're just too tired you, you you just you just shut off you just look at it and you listen to it like no this is not happening no 
this is not happening. I can do better. Uh, I am done with this shit. Have a nice day. You know why? Because you have experienced genuine desire. And you have experienced women wanting you. There is no need to get to know you. Uh, want to know what your dreams are, blah, blah, blah. None of the psychological bullshit where they try to unravel you. That is not there. It's all, it's all a barrier. It's all a shit test. It's like, no, I'm not dealing with this. Not dealing with this. Jack's OnlyFans, very lucrative. Yeah, uh, we're almost halfway there. Two more members for the <laughs> membership OnlyFans. You know what? I might just tear one of those ships down and build them up for a membership live stream. Might just do that. There's, there's still one more that's pretty dusty which I do need to uh, brush off, by the way. There's a lot of ships I sold, but right now, it really is the perfect collection. It's like, no, this is these really are the ones I want. This is good. <laughs> Saturday afternoons, Jack, after working out. Nice. <laughs> oh, bull rush is there. Red evening, working man's rule zero. Let them burn bargain bin red evening. <laughs> <laughs> Five euros uh, in the barking bin. Let's slumming see. it in the fucking back alleys. That's what let them burn is. Yep. Here, Ethan, listening to Clary's rant on a motor on a morning motorcycle ride or interacting with you guys during a thunderstorm. It's one of the best ways to enjoy the time. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's like, man, I am of value in the manosphere. Oh my god, did you see uh Sad Petman? Like no. dealing with Ryan is dealing like with someone with a low IQ. And I'm like, seriously, have you seen Ryan's editing skills? Have you seen his narrating skills? Have you seen his writing skills? You, Mr. Motherfucker who storms the Capitol, are trying to say that the actual most productive man in the manosphere right now is low IQ. Seriously, do not throw stones from a glass house. <sighs> do not. Treat him like you would the women. Yes, queen. Hmm. Have fun. That's right. It, it he he's irrelevant, and he so is. who cares? He is indeed. I blocked him. I I tried to start a little beef with him on Twitter, but I was like, this is not worth it. I have other things to do, like narrating Troy's book, which is going well, by the way. Nice. It's going well. Alex Patino for the five dollar super chat. Thank you very much. Dennis Prager once said, "Doing a talk show is great because people get seduced by giving people earned porn. Ear porn. Sorry about that. <laughs> Giving people ear porn. Keep, Keep talking, talking to me. Yeah. I have That's full British I accent. Keep on talking to me. Yeah. Listen to my soothing voice. The Queen's English. <laughs> eh. Red morning and red evening seem more sim similar. Red's, rule zero is fun, but a complete shit show. Whoa. Well, <laughs> it is, I know what he means. He's not talking about the content, but about mm. the chat. It's a fucking joke. It is. Aww. You know? Truck stop. Yes, there it is. That's what let them burn is. It's the truck stop glory. Glory. Deg degradation. Yes. Affem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work. Lol. Yeah, exactly. Most of work. these guys are either sipping whiskey at home, unwinding after a long week, getting ready to fucking hit the weekend, or they're studying or, or they're at their job. And it is. That's why I'm saying the red evening is the working man's show. <laughs> Fight the proletariat, or are we the proletariat? We are the proletariat. Oh yeah, fight the bourgeoisie. Fight the bourgeoisie. Prop, 
Profit isn't fair. Nonstop Dre 360 for the two bucks. Thanks you, Dre. Jack should try, should try to be a Matthew Hussey Operation Evil. Should try to be. I could get away with it. Yeah, you could. I could. I could get away with it. Like that smooth, like really put in the effort of being smooth and things like that. And then, ladies, don't let any man tell you how you should behave. You are a queen. You could do anything you want and you can be anything you want to be. Don't let anyone put you down. Well, you, you know what? Better. There you go. See, for a lot of the dipshits in the in the sphere that shit on guys that pander to the women, you know, I mean, I get it to a degree, but I'm looking at it going, dude, he's got that guy's got the right idea. He's making bank. So fuck it. Why not? Who's the black guy? <laughs> Who's the black guy who no. keeps saying single moms uh, are for real men? I, I don't. But he married a white woman who oh, isn't it. a single mom. It's like, Perfect. Who is that guy? <laughs> Working in the shed. <laughs> Do you have a fraternity as well? Right. I think he does. Timius Maximus, commander and the leader of the North, has a shed. You have the accent, height, and the body. Use it to your advantage, Jack. I know. I know. I should. I have none of them, and I do just fine. I can't complain. No, but like selling them lies. Oh, absolutely. It's it's absolutely. like the, Troy, it. Troy and I have been talking about the art of seduction. And like it's yeah. not just seduction men and women. It is on a political level. It's book. on a human level. It's 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 all things. It really is. It, it's sales. It's yeah. fucking sales is what it is. It is. Have Derek Jackson. Girl. He got there. We go. Dre got it. Dre got the black guy. You were asking. Oh uh, yeah. Here, Ethan, have seen the girls that go to Matthew. Must, Matthew Hussey is another one. They worship him thinking they could get a guy like that. Yeah. Man, I've seen the, that in um, evangelical services. Like the pastor is some hot blow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's that's what you need to do, Jack. You need to start your own religion. Number one, at least here in the United States. I don't know about on the other side of the pond where you're at, but here – it, it's a 501c, I believe it is. It's a nonprofit organization, which means you don't get taxed on your money. Okay. And the IRS and them guys, they, they can't check into you to see what kind of money you're making because you're a nonprofit. Hmm. Okay. They're, that's why that's why the, the mega churches here are mega churches. Okay. Because they can hide all their shit because they're a church. They're a fucking religion. Okay. And you get up there and you start pounding the pulpit, singing them praises about Jesus, and yet you're ripped and shredded and glistening, and the women get all tingly and wet in the panties, dude. They'll throw money at you. They'll throw sex at you. They'll throw everything, including the kitchen sink, at a crack at you. You should start your own religion. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I mean, it's a 48 laws of power how to do it. Like, start your own cult-like following. Should be able to do it. It's not hard. Yeah, no. see, Bacon knows, or not Bacon, Atham knows. 501c3, that's it. That's the title here in the United States. That's the nonprofit. Uh, Red Sinks the Blues has been talking about this Derek guy for this week. Only heard about him. Yeah, that, that Derek guy, I don't know. I've heard about him where it's like uh, single I heard about him real a few men weeks only. Ago. Yeah, I heard about him a few weeks ago because everyone was shitting on him. And I'm just like, dude, the guy, the guy's pandering to women and making bank. 
if anything, the guys that are going, eh, he's a, eh, whatever. It's like, hey, you're just fucking jealous that he thought about it before you and you won't get off your ass and go after it. There's plenty of that in the market to be had. But I miss a lot of that in the sphere where it's like, let's look at this from an objective angle where it's like, okay, why does this work? Well, this works because of that. And that's why I like Rolo shows, although I haven't watched them in a while because they all last for like three fucking hours. But yeah, I, Rolo I, always... I don't have three hours to, to sit and watch. Mm. I just don't. I always watch Rolo on two times speed. It's like, otherwise, it you just takes to. me up. <laughs> but he always takes a topic and he just breaks it down to the objective where it's like, yep. hmm, why does this work? Let's not say that it's good or bad that it right. works. He, he strips the morality out of it and he comes at it amorally, which yeah. that's how I try to be. That it's like, you know, whether you like it or whether you don't like something, does it work? <laughs> that's it. I have a feeling Dre is a bit upset with me that I don't want to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Easy six figs. Yeah, but the problem is when you earn six figs, you get on the radar, and I don't want to be on that damn radar. Like It doesn't align with my goals. I want to stay under the radar, if you know what I mean. As soon, the more you earn in the Netherlands, the easier you are to, to, to locate, and I don't want that. Yeah. It's like earning a lot isn't always that great because that's, that's when they come for you. It's like, ooh, every little thing you do, every breath you take, every step you make, They'll be watching. Hey, you're, you're doing the, the police song. Every yep. move you yep. make, you every step you take, take, I'll be watching, watching you. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. That's why, like, in the Netherlands, you don't want to earn above a certain point. Everything below that goes. Even the pikeys here know. Although the Dutch IRS is scared shitless for pikeys. They are. We, we had that in the news a couple of years ago where um, I don't even know what happened. But there was some pikey trailer park that did something, something with the IRS. Like, f after all these years, the Dutch IRS was like, you know what? Those pikeys have gotten away with it far too long. They got the ever-loving shit beaten out of them. <laughs> that was so funny. Nice. They got there with, like, the military police and everything, and they stood there with the vans and the SWAT teams, and the pikeys were just like, oh, fuck, this is going down. <laughs> they uh, never bothered them again. They did. It's just, there's a certain group of people you leave the hell alone. And even government knows that. Where it's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not. You know what they do in the Netherlands? They have the trailers, but they build them into the ground. But they don't take the wheels off. You know why? Because then it's it's not technically a traditional home. Exactly. And there's yeah, no they, property tax on it. There you go. <laughs> they, they found a workaround. That's all they did. Oh, they're smart people, man. They Absolutely. are smart people. Uh, just sell them lies, tell them sweet little lies. Okay, here, I, I one thing I'm going to say about this comment from Dre. This isn't just sell lies to older women in my age group and above. All of Why them. exclude the younger girls? They got money too. Fuck it, oh, I'll sell it to anyone that wants to throw money at me. I don't give a shit about their age. Oh, Younger, take it from older, me. To get the color of green knows no age. 
Take it from me. These younger girls are brainwashed. They drank the fucking Kool-Aid. And they, they drank did. it hard. Yeah. They they'll they'll figure it out later or not. Either way, the color of money to me knows no age. Oh no, not at all. How much coffee do I have left? One I more. I don't know. One more. Bacon. Oh, here, Tempest, quadruple five. Got to watch out for bikies and the tractor driving farmers in the Netherlands, obviously. Oh, yeah, them farmers, man. Although the farmers' protest has another side to it on a political level, where during the 90s and the early 2000s, government had a lot of subsidies for uh, farmers' work. And now the government is finding out, oh, shit, subsidies uh, require a long duration of income which we don't have right now because we took the paris accord and that is going to drain a lot of money so now all the wealth we put in the uh, farm sector is bankrupting us yeah my dad told me about that because he's been like in logistics for ages ever since he was five years old not kidding by the way not wow. kidding he has been in logistics since he was five years old he always went with his uh with his neighbor his neighbor was a truck driver, and he always went with. Nice. Like, oh, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, that man knows nothing more than work. I, I am, I like. Sometimes I'm, I think to myself, when is that man ever going to retire? And then I'm like, kid, that's the day you're going to say goodbye to him. That's the day it ends. That man knows nothing but work. Nothing. <laughs> Which is funny when I talk to him about your average millennial. He seriously had a driver show up to his office with his wife <laughs> needing to explain to him why her husband couldn't work the long hours i'm like did you laugh in his face it's like i would have he did oh seriously man you do not want to fuck with that man <laughs> hey, forever. Nick August. gotta clean it up a little bit uh, they're talking about clary's chat that that's the original spurg channel i'm telling you what it is, you know. I, I love Aaron and I love his content, but his his chat, uh, uh, with exception of like Atham and like, uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck, Dre. I'm, I'm, well, Dre, but I'm I'm getting tired. I'm Chad. Getting, that's the one, Chad Elkham. Okay, with the exception of like four shining lights, the rest oh. of that is just complete fucking ignorance and stupidity. Yeah. I, I've seen his chats I, when he came here over a year ago and we fired it up and decided, yeah, let's do a, you know, a live asshole consulting just on the fly. And yeah. I'm reading the chats and I'm, you know, not reading them aloud, but I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, holy fuck. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a complete dumpster fire and how Clary can just like turn a blind eye to it, man. He's got a superpower. Because I was just like, oh my god, this is this is a joke. It was Why terrible. do you think he only takes super chats? Why do you think I put it on members only? Mm -hmm. I do it because to keep the Spurgs out. Alex oh, Patino. Alex Patino, who comes from uh, our good neighbor Clary, for five dollars. Thank you very much, Alex. Aaron Clary talks about Operation Evil. I realized that mechanics have been doing okay. it for years. You can do the same by learning a trade and charge lots of money. Yep. A G5 airplane and lots of money. Player? Tropic Thunder, great movie. 
No, but well, how have how have mechanics been doing Operation Evil by saying being a mechanic is lowbrow? No, it's the fact that when you're a mechanic, especially in today's day and age, where you know, let's let's call them what they like to call themselves, they're automotive technicians now. Okay, you literally almost have to have a degree and have the right equipment to diagnose cars today compared to cars from 50 years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. Most people have no idea how to fix their cars and beyond the very basics that would even include me. Okay. So that means I have to go to someone like my dad or to someone else that I can trust because most of the, the automotive technicians, the mechanics out there, they'll rip you off blind. They'll charge you seven hundred dollars for something that if you knew how to fix it you could do it for 30 bucks mm-hmm. okay that's just how they do it they they call it well the part was thirty dollars plus a percentage because they got to make some money on the parts but it's the labor it's how much they're charging you per hour to work on your car and sometimes yeah it takes a while if you know yanking a transmission out of a car is not something you're gonna do in 10 minutes mm-hmm. okay but then there's other things where, yeah, it, it, you could do it in 10 minutes and they'll take two hours to do it. And in reality, no, nah, they did it in 10 minutes, but then they fucked around for two hours and then, you know, called you up mm-hmm. and said, okay, your car's done. That'll be $700, please. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Because they can put what's called a mechanics lien on it that basically you owe us money and, if, and we're not going to give you your car back until you fucking pass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a reality, and it has been for years and years and years, decades. And that's why most people that have been burned once or twice are very leery. So, yeah, but it is something that some people don't get it because it's like they have more money than brains, you know, and others, they just well, what am I going to do? I need, I need my car fixed. And so whatever they're going to charge me, I hate it, but I'm going to take it in the ass. Yeah. Funny you should mention that. I talked to Tusk about that, about learning languages and things like that. And um, Tusk had the point or the argument where, let's say, highly successful people, which kind of sounds like high value, man, but I do understand what he means. They understand time more, where it's like, why should I put in the time and effort to learn it myself while I can pay someone for it and save me the time? Well, and there's a lot of people like that too, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, Hey, I, I know for me, my time is valuable that, yeah, I could do it myself and take half a day to do it. Or I can pay a guy a couple hundred bucks or whatever to do it. And he'll do it in half the time. That's money well spent to me, mm-hmm. you know, so I get it. Yeah, it kind of it's um it's a balanced thing because I mean knowing how to work on cars isn't actually that bad of a skill to learn. In all honesty, so why not learn it? Like my brother did that. Seriously, the older I get, the more I understand how right he was. He was uh how old was he? He was 14 or something and my parents divorced. No, I was 14 when my parents divorced. How old was I? I don't know. I was nine. I was nine. And he was 11. And my father lived, rented a condo from a guy who had his own garage, as in his own like car garage. 
And my brother just started working there, working on cars when he was young. And we have this, um, I don't know how to translate this, but I'll explain it. Uh, you need to study till you're 18 by law. You just have to do that. All right, mandatory school for you guys. Yeah, mandatory school until at least you're 18 or have a certain degree. And I remember my brother was so pissed off. He was like, okay, what is the education, minimum education level I need to get? And how long does it take? He just took the lowest of the lowest education because it only took two years, was easy as hell, so that he got done with it. And he started working in that car garage learned the trade, became a truck driver, became a farmer, became a whatever, did drag racing, you name it. 29, paid off his house. 30, tore the house down, got a new mortgage, built a new house. It's like, by God, man, the older I get. And then you date these, these college girls where it's like, oh, I have a degree in journalism and I'm so smart. And I just think to myself, you are the dumbest fucking thing I have talked to in a long, in, in a while. Like, not even in a while. Like, you are the dumbest fucking thing I'm talking to at the moment. And I talked to the same person last week and the week before that. You are not unique. You are not special. You're just the same. You're all part of the Borg. And you have all been assimilated. Yes, queen. Bingo. Alex Patino for the $2. Thank you very much. Remember, women will never change oil or tires. They won't. I think we need to wrap this one up. You're pretty tired, aren't you? Uh, dude, I am fucking beat. Okay. Guys, no more Super Chats. Did we miss any, by the way? Jack has worse Alzheimer's than I do. Well, <laughs> I am getting up there. I am getting up there, Nick. I am, I am 30. I, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, these guys this are is, ramping up. These guys are really. Hey, I'm Paul. winding down. These guys are ramping up. <laughs> I Paul mean, is also a new guy, Jack, but I, I need to, I need to get the hell out of here. I gotta go. Yeah. Ahead Paul is also a new guy, by the way. Good morning, Paul. Great to see Good you. Good morning, Paul. Jack is more taller and is a foreigner. Jack is exotic. Ah, Clary is hitting the wall. You heard oh. it here first, folks. Okay, Jack's a Ferrari, Clary's a, a, a 1967 Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> Guys, thank you for all the super chat. Thank you for all the support. You have all been great. If you want to support the channel, you can become a member for less than coffee a month. And if you don't like the extra content you'll get, you can cancel your subscription. We won't charge until the end of the month. Leave a like, comment down below what your experiences are with uh, college degrees and student debts and all other kinds of things. We love to hear from you and we love to know the things. Also, members, the Q&A post is up. Leave your questions there. Watson and I will be recording the coffee cast on Sunday. So make sure you get your questions in before then. Rob, where can people find you? Rob says .net. That's it for today. See you guys soon. Take us out. <laughs> Meh. Nah. See?